Welcome to Chatting with Fate Accompli. I'm your host, Logan Wolf, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Scott Jacobson. Oh, hello, Logan. Hi, and uh, nobody else, because there's a storm brewing on the western front. It's blowing on in over here. We, the other boys couldn't risk trudging through that god-awful storm to get here. And since I live in Scott's Probably. walls, he didn't really have a choice, so... Uh... Or yeah, wait, I'm going accustomed to this arrangement. It's not yeah. perfect, but I'm trying to wait. Did I live in your walls or who walls? Whose walls did I live in? I feel like a basement was involved somewhere. And maybe a wall of special K. All I know is is I'm in your walls. Great. What matters is right um... now. Right <laughs> yes. now you're in my walls. Yes. Um and I'm actually gonna go ahead and it's just a Logan and Scott episode. Uh, uh oh right. Uh Real quick, uh, the January 6th committee officially, like, um, sent over charges for Trump. Oh, politics. Oh, wow, wow. Ooh, wee. All right. Now that that's out of the way. <laughs> Everyone bow down to Logan's e- immense effort. Uh, dude, dude, I have what? Like, is this the last episode I have to do this? No, I think I have to do this one more episode. Shit. I mean, I mean, I was on, I was being sarcastic, but like you're right. You actually have stuck <laughs> with this for the, the whole year. You have one more. I think I do it at the final hurdle. I think I do have one. Yeah, God. Uh, yeah, I almost blew it then because I was gonna go straight into what we were talking about, but I remembered. <laughs> one more time, I got to do that. Um. <laughs> no, no, 2022 is the year of hardship. Next year, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll do something. Uh. It's a Logan and Scott episode, so I'm going to go ahead that's and give us. you three. Yeah, that that's us. Based on our previous patterns, I'm going to give you three guesses as to what we're talking about today. The Splinter Cell remake. No. How many guesses do I get? The, the three. <laughs> I give up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well. As everyone knows who already clicked on this video, so I don't know why I'm fucking clicked on this video. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> yeah, me. I'm, no, this I'm, is I'm a what... video to you. A yes. year of this. More than I a year ha- of this. I have a camera. I'm in your walls. I'm filming you. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> for everyone who clicked on this video or audio, uh, we're actually going to break the mold. Wow. Look at us. It only took us a year. My mold! <laughs> and we're going to go ahead and not talk about Resident Evil in a Scott and Logan episode. <clears throat> what really the want to. Fuck I mean, we honestly could if we wanted to, but I'm not <laughs> going to. <laughs> um, no, we're going to go ahead and uh, do another review of another game that recently came out because we've actually been playing games again. Um, and it's only us who's played this one, so it actually yes. makes sense for us to talk about it. Exactly. So we recently finished playing the Callisto Protocol, and if you don't know what that is, it's a action horror game. I think it's like the, the is that what they labeled they, it as? <laughs> they refer to it here. Let me double check, but I'm pretty yeah. sure they refer to it as a survival horror game. And the reason it's gotten a little bit of circulation in the press is that it's being Sorry, I'm reading at the same time. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The Wikipedia page does call it a survival horror game, and that is why the Wikipedia page is going to hell for lying. But we'll get to that. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, 
Uh, but the notable uh, thing about the Callisto Protocol that put it on a lot of people's radars is that it's directed by Glenn Schofield, who co-created this, uh, the popular horror franchise, Dead Space. And on that note, Logan, do you think we'll be able to go through this whole review without mentioning Dead Space again? Not even slightly. <laughs> no, we're not even going to try? No, uh, there's way too many comparisons. And it honestly, hearing that muddy the, the water for my like interpretation of the game it very heavily skewed what i was expecting i'll be honest right i don't i don't know if it was the direct intention of the game but they're okay, well, it okay. feels obvious that they were really drawing in the dead space crowd with this yeah and they were calling it a survival horror which again scott like scott said that wikipedia article is going to hell for lying but we'll get into that <laughs> um so, yeah, it's a survival horror game uh, that recently came out that is very heavily inspired by Dead Space based on, uh, you know, obviously based on what Scott just said, one of the co-founders or co-direct co-creators, co-whatever uh, of the, yeah, of the Dead Space franchise was like the head of this game. And there are a lot of similarities with how the game works, like the in-game HUD, for example. All of those elements are tied to your character. Uh, there's an alien outbreak involved in a location where you probably don't want aliens in the first place. And, of course, it's played from almost the same perspective. I think it's the exact same over-the-shoulder third-person perspective. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and it's also got the health bar is on your back, and, like, you see it. Like, And I do appreciate that. I always found that... Like I, that's actually, I, that's a fucking design philosophy. I love that. It's not this intrusive oh, yeah. HUD. It's something in world that explains, but also uh, is doubles for the use for the player, which I think is always great. Uh, so I won't oh, yeah. rag on it for that, but oh, God, where do we, where do we <laughs> even start? That, that, you can probably tell we're not, we're not jumping off the walls with this one. No. We're, uh... And I'll just say right here, casual spoiler thing, because I don't think either either of us care that much. I'm gonna, so we're yeah, just gonna let things drop. I, I'm gonna say right now, yeah, spoiler warning. Right now, I am giving zero fucks. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not even gonna try and talk about it without spoilers. Not that yeah. there's anything to fucking spoil, but right, whatever. So on that note, should should we start at the beginning? Because I feel like right at the beginning is when, at least in my opinion, the Callisto Protocol really laid down its its iffy hand. Like, I feel like it's just carrying, like, two twos, you know? That's not carrying yeah. anything important. Because, like, some games, they get into it right away, right? Like, yeah. And it's not to, to say, like, it, the Callisto Protocol has a slow opening, but it's more just the sense of, like, the game establishes premise and context very well. You know, games yes. generally can do this. Resident very Evil much. does this all the time. Like, Resident Evil 7 is about the slowest Resident Evil opening. And even yep. that's, like, half an hour. But it's still, like, you know, you're walking around. It's pretty normal, you know, woods in Louisiana, in Dolva. You're walking around. Something's a little bit weird, though. Like, what was that guy? What's that guy doing there? I don't think he's pumped from the census. He's doing some weird stuff. And then all of a sudden, you're in the middle of the house, and your girlfriend's a zombie, and she cuts your hands off with a chainsaw, and you're having dinner with a... Like, it it escalates quickly, but it also, yeah. you know, gets it gets you into it. Yeah. Or even something like, since we're going to be mentioning it a lot, Dead Space. It's very, yeah. very quick and easy to understand. Ship gone wrong? What's wrong? Oh, aliens is wrong! Alien zombies is wrong! 
I was gonna say and you I gotta figure just, out what the problem is. I was gonna say you could even just say like you engineer, you go to ship. You actually have girlfriend on ship that you're a little a, a tiny little bit worried about, but hey, you know, just a ship. Just gotta go fix it. It's just a ship, Not man. Bad. Just go look Not at the bad. ship. It's fine. And then a big spike arm disembowels a guy <laughs> in right. the other room, and you're just like, oh, hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be on this ship anymore. Yeah. And then it, it immediately kicks off after that, and it's great. Uh, really? I actually will be honest, um, except for, I'm not sure how much, I, I'm not sure how much I feel, uh, about the Europa scene, um, like starting it off, like sure it's cool and creepy, but it kind of just gives, I guess it just kind of gives context for what Jacob, <laughs> I think his <laughs> name was. The main character. Uh, Jacob and Max, I'm pretty sure that was his co-pilot, were kind of talking about. Um, right. Well, that's the thing. Like that's th- that's the thing it opens on. It, like it opens on this news broadcast where uh, Karen Fukuhara's character, I don't even remember her name, is doing <laughs> something weird. There's some weird stuff going on. It's like, huh, that's weird. But that's not even really the scene because it turns out that's a news broadcast that, like you said, the main character and his co-pilot are watching. Uh, yeah, I don't know how they got those angles, but uh, they got yeah. a few. They got a few cameras around there. It, it was impressive. I, 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 there is. Yeah, maybe I'm bringing this up too much. Sorry. Let me get. Let's go ahead and get through the why. That was the only iffy part of the opening for me. Otherwise, I thought it was actually the opening was pretty decent. Um. The uh, I thought it was well, pretty good my, at establishing. My... Yeah, what? Yes. Well, it's just that, like, I don't know. Because then after that, like after the news broadcast, the reason I wasn't thrilled with it, you know, going yeah. forward, there's the news broadcast, and then, uh, so Jacob and his co-pilot are like, my understanding was like they're couriers of some sort, like, yeah. and they're delivering some package to this prison, Black Hour Prison. This is a on Callisto, Moon of Jupiter. <laughs> sure <laughs> it, it it's space don't worry about it yeah it's space and something's not alive in it i don't know where that came from yep. but uh but then you check the ship and turns out karen fukuhara's on the ship and she knows who jacob is because she's like it's him but who is he we don't know but we don't have time to know because then the ship crashes silly goose and then but apparently also the warden knows who jacob is because when they crash they arrest both karen fukuhara and jacob and then they throw in some like weird pissing contest with I don't know if it's the warden or just a guard where he's kind of like, welcome, Jacob, you suck. And then you're in prison for like two minutes before it's like prison breaks in half and all the aliens come scuttling out. And then you're out of your cell and then you're like, like, it's not a clean, even thing for me, like Dead Space, where it's like immediately, OK, something's wrong. It is the invasion that is wrong. The alien infestation. You deal with that. Like, it's like, what am I supposed to, what am I supposed to feel with Callisto Protocol? They just, like, send up, like, five different mysteries at once, and it, it feels like the the breakout is, like, the least important one. Like, it almost feels like, <laughs> like, that's my thing. Like, it, they, it's, most of the intro is just setting up, ooh, who's Karen Fukuhara? Ooh, who's Jacob? Ooh, what's going on in this prison? It's like, am I, am I, am I supposed to be scared? Am I supposed to be thinking about it? Like... Like you see what I mean? It's not like a clean. The problem is the infestation. Like they they set up a lot at the beginning, and I just I don't know if I'm supposed to be like all of a sudden overwhelmed by this like 
or if I'm just supposed to be intrigued. Like, I don't know. Am I making sense? Like, it just felt like a lot. And it I didn't mean, really feel... it felt like five, like, half mysteries, and none of them felt very compelling. Yeah, I kind of, I'll be honest, in the intro, when he got thrown into the cell, and there's, like, because Jacob is also, and I guess by the end of them, they're just, like, PTSD flashbacks, I guess, instead of, like, actual spooky alien things. I still don't know what the, I don't know what the point of the box was. See, I'm just going to spoil this right now. There's a lot of questions to the story and the world where, I'll be honest, I got kind of annoyed at the game and stopped bothering going through like audio logs and let's just talk about that real fucking quick oh my goodness we could go the on audio... the entire podcast talking about the audio logs well, well let's just let's try and keep it short yeah in like every good game ever the audio logs you can play and then like walk around the world in because this is it mm-hmm. feels like it's kind of supposed to be maybe sort of open world but it's not really in any case, well, there's a lot of like walking in, around exploring stuff. Well, I was, I, even in like Bioshock, you can uh like uh, like Bioshock Infinite, like because that one's a lot more linear. You can still play audio logs and walk around listening to the audio logs, but in the Callisto Protocol, for some fucking reason, they were just like, yeah, you're gonna have to sit in the menu and listen to them, and you can't back out of the menu to listen to your audio logs. Because, you know, you as a real human being wouldn't be able to do that. So you need to sit there and listen to our lore. Whenever a song comes on my Spotify, I have to stop (laughs) in the middle of the sidewalk to listen to it. Yeah, exactly. So I immediately was like, ha ha, no. So I'll be honest, maybe maybe it's like maybe there's hidden lore that I'm not getting because I didn't bother to stop and listen to anything. But uh, unlike unlike Dark Souls that or from software games that use that kind of storytelling a lot. Theirs are like descriptions that you put together that take you like 10 seconds to read. These audio logs are like, I don't know, like a minute to three minutes long. I I don't know. I didn't listen to any of them. So even, even the fact that it's a minute long, I have to stop whatever the fuck I'm doing and just sit there and listen to them. And I'm just like, no. So maybe it's, it's possible so that it's, it's maybe it's and I'll be honest, maybe it's possible that I'm missing some context because I didn't listen to the audio logs. But I I don't necessarily think that's an excuse. And also, I'm not bending to your rules that I have to fucking sit there and waste my time listening to it. I, I Have they ever seen anybody play a video game before? Apparently not. Like, Did the focus I, testers enjoy just standing still? It's bewildered. It's not even the only game recently that's done this. I remember Rift Apart did this too, and I'm sure other examples are out there. But like, they're not even like in the middle of like story heavy areas. It's just like in the back corner. It's like all I'm doing is walking. Why not? Can I just? Why can't I just listen to it as I go? Exactly. They are in places you'd have to go out of your way to find, and usually you have to walk your way out of two. And it's like, okay, probably could have listened to this like on the walk out, like. But uh, no, uh, sit there and I'm just like, all right, I'm not going to bother. So immediate right. strike against the game for that, honestly. Like yeah. that's. Oh, yeah. There's a I whole know... mystery. Like I got a trophy for uncovering the mystery of Callistopolis Kalos- or something. And I'll be honest, I don't know what that mystery was. It's <laughs> like there's like two audio logs involved. I'm not listening to them. So maybe there's like a great dense lore about it. But like. 
I'll admit, yeah, sure, call me a Philistine. I don't care. I want to play the game. I'm not going to stand still listening to your audio log. I don't mind going into the menu and hitting play on an audio log, but just let me back out of the menu and walk around while it's playing. That's all I right. ask. So, mm-hmm. and I get, and some, and usually I'm pretty, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not lenient, but like. Logan. Yeah. Uh, no, I, you know, I guess it is. I guess I'm pretty lenient in terms of design choices when it's like for kind of like uniqueness or whatever, but that's not unique. That's not cool. That's just stupid. I don't understand who decided to do that. And they should be told that they're just objectively wrong for trying to make that design choice. Sit in Uh, the corner. Yeah. Please. The good of all of us. Uh, (laughs) I mean, honestly, Please stop suggesting things. That is a garbage suggestion. Please <laughs> never do that again. Anyways, uh, sorry. We get, we literally could go on about that. Uh, mm. Gonna move past that. Um, I was, uh, again, confused by the box thing. I'm not sure. Again, I don't know if that's missing lore that I'm missing or if it's never explained. Based on my experience, I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, because, like, they keep, like, Jacob and whatever the, uh, the other the other person's name is keep seeing that and i'm totally fine with jacob having ptsd about uh like the crash and his co-pilot being dead can i just say real quick that if there's one thing i'll never rag on this game for it's the the graphics it looks fucking incredible it probably has the best facial animation in a game i've ever seen it's it's pretty good it's it i I honestly think it's crazy. I, 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 Scott, I'll be honest. I think you're kind of underselling it a bit, just how good this game looks. Um, well, I, I did know some textures did seem a little bit off to me, but when uh, it works, uh, it works. <laughs> <laughs> like that, yeah. like it's basically the main character is Josh Duhamel. It's Josh Duhamel. It is. Like you look at him. That's Josh and Duhamel, and he's got like say, a fuzzy head, and it looks so fuzzy. I will say, I really thought they did a fantastic job in all of the environments. Um. Especially, well, hmm. sorry, I'm trying to think now of all the environments. Uh, Well, no, I think they did, especially for like a gore game, like like Dead Space levels of gore, where like people are getting their limbs shot off and all that other kind of jazz. They did go that extra step of not having it be, oh, I shot the monster in the head and their entire head exploded like a watermelon getting hit by a 50 BMG. No, it was like, all right, you shot them in the head, so now they have a hole, like, in their head. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not completely blown off. So, like, that was cool. And I, I, I do think, again, if there's anything I can not rag on, it would be the graphics. I think it looks very, very good. Um, They definitely did go uh, heavy on the gore side. Like, they didn't yes. skimp on that. No, they didn't. I did didn't. notice that they have the, the only place where they kind of skimped is that they have a lot of animations where uh, Jacob dies, <sighs> and it's the same part of his head that gets ripped off every time, like, just, like, yeah. right behind the jaw. Uh, yeah, but I mean, honestly, that level of detail is more than other games would put in, in which they just make his head explode and now he's got a stump. Yes, exactly. Like they and actually show I, things ripping off. Can I ask you something real quick? Sorry to tangent again. What did you think of the death anima- <clears throat> animations? Like, uh, don't, like I they the were pretty fr- brutal. Oh yeah, okay. Th- sorry, that's what I meant. Er, that's not what I meant. Um. Oh, what, what did you meant? I mean, for the death animations, like. They were, I agree, they were brutal, they were really cool, um, very fitting for the game, I think. And maybe it's just because I had, I struggle bust with the last boss, 
and his death animations are literally like 30 to 45 seconds long. I just got like as cool as they are. I just got fed up with seeing them because I'm like, great. I died to this super frustrating, annoying boss. I have to sit here for like 30 to 45 seconds waiting for this dumb asshole to kill me so I can just go ahead and do it all over again. I I think the kill animations, honestly, just because of how long they were, really started to grate on me by the end of the game. Because I was just like, oh my god, just kill me so I can restart. Like, Christ. Right, like like a little bit too much of the old... Like how old 3D movies would throw the 3D in your face. Like, oh, yeah. there's a paddle ball coming at you. This game's really trying to throw its gore in your face. Like, look at how brutal and edgy we are. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I was like... I didn't, I didn't, I guess because, you know, I didn't die to the last boss, so maybe I just didn't see the super Fuck long you. ones. <laughs> but, well, I guess I am very big and strong, thank you for asking, audience. Uh, but, I, I don't know, like, I, I, I see where you're coming from, because some of them do, did come off as pretty long. There's the one that I died a few times to, the two-headed boss, that, oh, we're going to talk about the two-headed boss later. Uh, yeah, that one, that <laughs> one seemed probably the longest I went. But... How are we the complete opposite? I never died to the two-headed boss once, but I died a bunch to the end boss because of a bunch of bullshit we'll get to. But apparently you died to the two-headed boss, but didn't die I, to I the... will. I will thoroughly <laughs> explain what happened oh, there. okay. Don't worry about that. But uh, what were we talking about originally with the, uh, the opening? We were still talking about the opening. And, sorry, sorry for the tangent. I know that's a little weird, but... Back to what I was saying, I thought for the longest time that we did like a little bit of a time jump like to like maybe jacob had been in there for like a month or something but uh, no it's like the next day like it, like um like it happens immediately yeah. as soon as he gets in and it's just like right i don't know i kind of feel like them like may... well he, my my thought originally was yeah. that there was a reason it was so immediate which uh we already called spoiler warning but uh, yeah. <laughs> my thought was that it happened immediately because whatever Jacob was carrying, because it had like a biohazard symbol on it, that crash dispersed something bad. And then like, well, why was he carrying that? No, and, like that was his thing. But that's not what happened. Oh, oh, oh no, sorry. I'm saying I that thought... was my first thought. Oh, my thought was that's why it happened so immediately. But no, sorry, it, that's not was... the case. It just so happened that the infectors had picked that day to do their infection. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were saying that's what happened. And I was just like, Scott, no, no, that's not what happened. No, that's what I thought happened because I agree. It just, it, it was like a day. I was like, well, what happened in a day? The ship yeah. crashed. Like, no, it's just, he picked the right time to show up, I guess. Yeah. And I will say, if it's supposed to be like this Dead Space-esque, like overwhelmed, like, oh my goodness, this outbreak, what am I supposed to do here? It's kind of completely undercut by the fact that literally within the minute of leaving his cell, Jacob yeah. finds the one helpful Brit <laughs> in the entire prison who's like, don't worry, bro. I've lived here all my life. I know everything about this prison. You're going to get out in one piece. And like, he even gives him like encouraging forehead kisses. He's like, you're my little angel. You got that. Like, great. Okay. I guess I'm not going to get through this alone. <laughs> I guess I have a friend. Like, I don't know. And Was, am I. That put me off. Like, why do we I, have a friend well, immediately? 
Okay, so so that didn't put me off immediately because I think it made sense. The guy was obviously trapped and he was just like, you're like the only person that like isn't like freaking out and you're not like a security guard. Like, I'm going to take my shot. Can you get me the fuck out of here? And, you know, if later down the line, if it had turned out that, no, he's just using you, he's taking advantage of you, he's just... uh you know, using you to get to his own ends because he's a fucking prisoner in a, like the like I think they're like they have like the worst of the worst, right? Like I'm know. pretty sure that was uh, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought that prison was supposed to be like really famous for having like pretty bad criminals. I I don't know. Whatever. In any case, he's like in jail and he's been there for a very long time, which probably you know, you might assume he did something really bad and really fucked up. Not to say mm -hmm. that he couldn't have been reformed and like he actually wants to help out. Not saying that that can't be the case, but they try to throw shade at him and be like, oh, maybe he's not so trustworthy. But then he totally is the whole time. And it's just like, well, okay. see, that, that was my thought, too. I was like, He's a little bit too good, you know, like, yes. no, we found the one guy who's like the sweetest sweetheart See, in the entire prison and knows everything. So we don't have to figure anything out. And he's just going to help us out for free. I don't know about that. Th but then he helps us out for free. Yeah, dude, because I'm pretty sure there was a scene where you're like sneaking through pipes. And I don't I, I sorry, I can't remember the British guy's name. So I'm just going to keep calling him British guy. Uh, Elias. Elias. Uh where I thought you were like sneaking through some pipes or something or going through somewhere. And maybe I just misinterpreted it where he was actually talking to you. Maybe I'm just wrong, but I thought there was a point or I remember there was a scene where Jacob was sneaking through an area and he came across Elias and I thought Elias didn't know we were there. And I thought he was talking and like guiding someone else. And I'm like, okay, now that he has access to all this stuff, is he like not only using us, but also using any survivors he can find so he can get himself a leg up and then he's going to like betray us? But it never happened. Everyone's British godmother. <clears throat> but I don't even know. Maybe he was talking to you. And, and I just, I, I. He might have been. Unless he was talking to the terrorist bitch. No, but didn't Maybe, you free her in but... the. Didn't I don't you her out of the cell? we freed we freed <laughs> her out of solitary but then I don't really know if we kept in contact she just kind of went off and did her own thing no I think what the scene I'm thinking of was before that so you know what I guess maybe he was talking to me and I just misinterpreted it as potential <laughs> drama because I, I mean that it seems to be anything. the theme of the night yeah I'll say um, too, like a brief yeah. tangent, because he does talk to you. I don't, I guess like the thing that they, because the whole thing we were talking about with your health bar is because they put something in the back of Jacob's neck, which all the prisoners have. And I am, I assume it's some sort of monitoring device and it shows their health and it shows how happy they are. Uh, and I guess that's how Elias can communicate to Jacob. I'll say I played with headphones on sometimes. And I played sometimes without headphones. Without headphones, yeah. when I what, I guess it's supposed to count as the radio voice. Without headphones, that comes out of the controller, and it's like okay, that's to be totally expected. We've been doing that for years, but okay, that yeah. does that. But then when you have headphones on, it's like it's crystal clear. It's, 
it's the clearest it's, voice I've ever heard in my it, life. There is no difference between when he's talking to you over like communications versus when they're in the same room. It's bizarre. It's very strange. I don't, I don't really. When he get, started, is it ta- supposed to be in my head? Like, is that the thing? Like, it's like Maybe. it's in Jacob's head. It's supposed to be in mine. It's just that well, direct. It it must be because they literally drilled it into his head. So, or like his spinal column. So, I'm a. Assuming that's what it is, right. but I don't know. I, I I feel like maybe that could have been a little bit clearer. And if that's the case, I feel like making it go through the controller is the wrong approach in the first place. Because I'm I'm not holding Elias's voice. That's not part of me. You know, the controller is <laughs> in my hands. It's not in my body. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. It's just a weird thing I noticed. Like, I didn't even realize like that was the radio voice. And, like, he's he right behind. Where is he? Yeah, where is I he? Had, I had that same thought where he just started talking to me, and I was just like, "What? Uh, what?" <laughs> right. Um. And can I? Okay. So yeah. So can I just say real quick, this survival no, horror game long. does not have enough horror in it. No. It's I can't very say that. like. <laughs> oh no! I was agreeing with you. Oh okay. It's like baby's first horror like honestly you wouldn't really get that this is someone who's made something like dead space like dead space like someone who looked at dead space before but it really doesn't i was doesn't feel like it really it's not very scary it really feels like it's it, it really does feel like it it was someone who looked at dead space and was like oh People are scared because it's a scary looking monster running at you. And that's all it is. They'll always be scared and have tension no matter what we give them as long as it's, as it's scary looking. As long as it's and gross. They somehow, put up, put up blood on the wall. They somehow missed that... The reason that necromorphs were scary, at least at first, because honestly, once you started getting used to them, necromorphs weren't really that scary because you got pretty efficient at dealing with them. And that's why they threw an enemy variety and don't even we'll get to that. Uh, uh, But in Dead Space, the reason they're scary is because it's actually a survival horror game. You do have limited resources. You have to aim your shots correctly there is a specific system with like the limbs and whatnot where like okay like there's a couple of them coming at me what i need to do i could always you know just try and kill the first guy but you know then his buddies are going to be on me pretty quick and if i'm out of stasis or whatever so basically you have to be like all right i'm going to take out his legs so now he's coming at me much slower and i'm going to start focusing on the other guy so you have to think about it a bit more also because in dead space they don't take turns attacking you they attack you all at once like you don't have any reprieve in the Callisto protocol. They went very melee heavy and it completely takes all of the tension out of the game. And all it's not it. even that they went melee heavy. It's the Are way you... they went melee heavy. Oh, okay. Yes. Agreed. Like, so th- th- this <laughs> is the core of the Callisto protocol and why it's really more of an action game than a horror game. To be fair, they do mention a little bit of action on the Wikipedia page, but it's second, so uh, go to hell. The thing, so they, you have a melee weapon near the start, and it's infinite. You you don't you won't break it. Don't worry, it's fine. It's strong. But there's no dedicated way to block or dodge with melee. 
What happens yeah. instead is that basically when you're within arm's reach of an enemy, you you enter like melee mode. And by you hold down on the left stick to block an attack, or you hold left or right on the analog stick to automatically dodge it. Yep. If the enemy does two or more attacks in a row, you then switch directions that you're holding. It doesn't matter where you start. So say you hold to the right. The enemy's attacking again? All right, then hold to the left. Are they attacking again? Yeah, then go back to the right. Are they not? Then it's your turn to just beat the crap out of them. Yeah. And that's, so, the, that's the melee. That's, that's, that's the it. melee. It's basically turn-based is really what it is. It honestly and, is. And there is there they do have this weird thing where like you can do like a snapshot where there's like a blue reticle that pops up sometimes after your combo ends you can go shoot them real quick and stagger them again I think you can then go ahead and keep doing more of a combo yeah that's the thing so like you can always this combo is free to you like there's no downside there's no resources to manage you just dodge dodge you done dodging okay then hit and that's so that's already like there's no problem if you're just looking if you are paying attention if you are just using the left stick at all you're fine you're already fine but yeah. They, then yeah you can continue that combo with like a gun foo end of combo quickly shoot and that <clears throat> actually stuns the enemy long enough that you can run up and start another combo and, and so no you can in this survival <laughs> horror game you can make an en you can stun lock an enemy to hell and back and other enemies will never interrupt you. Never. Maybe if they're like an exploding guy, maybe. They show up like twice. <laughs> well, and then you think like, okay, well then there comes in some resource management that you need to at least use bullets to continue that combo. Yeah. But here's the thing. that That's one bullet to continue one the bullet. combo. And maybe two if you have low damage on your, on your uh, melee weapon, which you can upgrade, by the way, to do even more damage. Yeah. And like here, that's two bullets. I was routinely doing this combo and getting three to four bullets from the enemy's corpse. Yeah, I was so say, like they... literally doing this combo not only was of no cost to me; it was a benefit. I came out richer from doing it. I was gonna say up until like maybe, and maybe my RNG was just shit. But up until like the later half the later fourth of the game like the last fourth is when for some reason they started getting really really stingy with ammo i was just like okay uh, right but even if you want cool. to do that and like okay it's a little bit stingy with ammo don't don't do the connecting shot yeah, i just didn't wait for them <laughs> i did wait for them to start attacking again and then just beat them up it's yeah. that simple it, and like <sighs> And I've seen, every did, enemy you just do the same thing like they make a big thing about okay well these enemies will start to mutate if uh because there'll, there'll be tentacles on them so you shoot the tentacles to kill them early and use ammo that way but here's the thing if they mutate and they gain more health so what all it is is just more dodge to the side are they done yeah, yeah. beat them up like, you don't have to change your tactics or anything like that you just have to do it more yeah and I remember there's oh my god there's so there's I've seen so many videos of people being like um the the combat isn't bad and clunky you're just playing it long, wrong and there's like the fucking they show like a video of a guy like doing he has like his shotgun and he's using like because they also have the gripper 
which is like a knockoff version of telekinesis from dead space and a worse version of it. Uh, it's so less mm -hmm. fun. Um, <clears throat> and he's like, he's gripping enemies and he's shooting them while he's running and he's going into combo and then he's, and then he's shooting. And it's just like, uh... and you know, when I say that it sounds like, Oh man, that sounds really cool. Yeah, you no. shoot the enemy, you pull him in, you hit him with a combo to smack him away, shoot him in there, and you know, grab the other guy, do that. Except when you actually watch the video, it looks clunky as fuck. And if you've actually played the game, like if you hadn't played the game, you might think it looks cool. But if you've actually played it and you're looking at it, you're like, that's just super jank. Also, that right. uses all of my shotgun ammo. Like, it's all of it is right. gone. And I'm just like... Cool. You had to use 15 shots to clear three enemies. Very cool. <laughs> why am I but, animation but canceling in a fucking survival horror game? Well, why? That's the why? Thing. <laughs> like, even if it is supposed to be how you play it, is this horrifying? It's, no, it's not. That's. I think that is my main issue with the game. Is it calls itself survival horror, and I've never seen such a bigger liar in my life. It's. It is not survival horror. If I am animation canceling to perform a wombo combo on the enemy, nothing about that is survival horror. It, if you want to say action horror, fine, I guess. But I In guess that also way, means Resident that Evil Devil 6 May is Cry. <laughs> I guess I can call Devil May Cry uh, action horror game. They're pretty scary. Like Oh, they're demons. I don't like demons. They scare like demons. We believe in God in this house. <laughs> well, like, like, the core of survival horror, to me, it's resources. I guess that's, like, the heart of it. Because, like, yeah. when you're in something like Resident Evil, a zombie in a hallway is a threat because to get rid of that zombie is going to take 13 bullets. And you have 17 bullets. So yeah. you can do it. But, like, that's going to eat away all of your ammo. Okay, so maybe instead, you know, take him out of the knees or something like that. Maybe spend a few bullets, and then he'll still be around, but maybe harder to deal with. Or just give them the old excuse me and just shimmy on by him. Waste no bullets, but he's still around. Or yeah. she. It could be any zombie, you know? Or And even something like like Silent Hill, you have, in, you know, infinite melee strength. Like, the, your weapons don't break. But, well, for one thing, melee, and that's a clunky piece of shit. And if you get in range of an enemy, there's a like a 99% chance you're going to get smacked before you can start your combo, <laughs> if you want to call it even a combo. So like even that, you know, you're risking getting in close. You're, you're, the resources that you have in terms of health are going to be what are probably, you know, chipped away at. But like Callisto Protocol, there's just no there's just no tension when you get into a fight with an enemy because you can just get rid of them for free. Yeah. And even yeah. if you do decide to get a little schmancy with it and throw in a combo with a gun, you'll get it, you'll get it back. Like, and I want to emphasize too, I was playing on hard. Yes, I am very big and strong. Thank you for asking. I was playing on hard and I was getting a surplus of ammo. And like, and I will say, I maybe it's just because I was playing on hard. You were saying enemies don't, you know, uh, attack you when you're in melee with another one. Uh, that's a lie. I was getting oh. hit out of it, and that's the you know the other big thing about this system is that's a one v one system, and why it's like it's there's no middle ground on a one v one basis. It's just too, it's just too easy. 
because there's just no threat that the enemy can pose you if you literally all if you just forget to switch directions that's what it comes down to other than that you can fight any any enemy for free but the second another enemy shows up this isn't a system that works with another enemy because what are you going to do dodge two enemies at once you're crazy because the dodging is based on the one enemy you're fighting and so what happened a lot is i would dodge a melee attack from an enemy but then one of those stupid spitter guys would spit something and i can't (laughs) do anything about being hit by that because i'm dodging this other guy or i'm dodging one attack but then this other enemy decides to swing I can't dodge that because I'm not in melee combat with that enemy. And so again, you have, it's either way too easy or it just doesn't work because it's just, it's not four groups. And that's where I imagine like, it, it just feels like a, pro, a solution to problems that don't exist. And it just creates more problems. Like you mentioned, you have the grip. I like your name, the gripper better, but it, they yeah. call it the grip. <laughs> oh. uh, so it, it's kind of like an analog to dead spaces kinesis where yeah. you could pick things up in the environment and throw them at enemies maybe it explodes maybe you could uh, one thing i enjoyed doing was shooting off a necromorph's little pointy arm grabbing it with kinesis and then impaling them with it like that's cool yeah. that's a fun little thing it's a trick that you can pull out to not really expend any ammo uh, well besides the one shot but yeah. you know you're getting crafty with it and that's your reward but the grip the difference with the grip you can still pick up things in the environment you can also just pick up whole ass enemies yeah and just throw them away and i imagine that that's the attempted solution for you know fighting in groups where it's like okay well only one enemy at a time so how about letting you actually push away the other enemies it's like okay that's a solution but that has its own problems one is that it's just it's just stupid (laughs) yeah nice survival (laughs) horror game i'm gonna move you over there now (laughs) you're not gonna threaten me uh, but then it also means that on on a basis, you can just throw enemies off the world or into convenient spike walls mm-hmm. really easily and not yep. have to fight at all. And maybe because this is your only real option for throwing a throwing out some distance, it recharges too. Like you can just sit on your ass doing nothing and you will get your uh, your grip energy back. And so you can just go, it, it became a game for me of when they have, when they throw a lot of enemies at you, like when you're turning on the power in the, in solitary, or when you're on the train, a lot of people are having frustrations with the train. The The strategy for me was just figuring out when to start throwing people. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. What I Cause sometimes too. I was like, if I, I started li- out, I'm like, I ran out. Maybe I'll just fight the first guy and then throw everyone else off the train. <laughs> hey, that worked. That's my the most frustration. I think I maybe died once to the enemies and then I ran to the back of the train and just grabbed people and chucked them off. Yep. And then my only other, you know, what? no, I I don't think I died to the. No, I didn't die to the uh, the. Yeah, maybe I died to the two headed guy once, maybe because you know what? No, I think I died to the two headed guy once because like my camera was turned slightly too much to one side. So when I tried to dodge him, Jacob did fucking nothing. So I get a that's one a, shot. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Like the dodging system is totally based on where you're looking. And if you're not, and usually it locks you on, but if for some reason it's not perfectly locked on, you're dead. There's nothing you can do. I had that happen to me a lot. Yeah. Or like, no, I that was no, I'm dodging. Hey, no, you're not. Is that no, if no, one no. guy swings at you and you try and dodge another guy, he uh, too bad you weren't looking at him, so you get hit. And it's like even if he, yep. even if you Thank throw you. it in the other direction, you still get hit. And it's just like, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, because it just doesn't detect it. It's like you're yeah. fighting the other guy. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, 
yeah so yeah. just the ability to grip because like you might be thinking to yourself oh but what's the difference between telekinesis and you know that the the grip gripper i'm gonna keep calling it the gripper it, it's, it's a cooler name that, I'll be the, yeah <laughs> and the gripper uh the main difference is with telekinesis you can't just like it's not like like scott was saying before you can't just pull the necromorphs uh like hand off of itself you have to shoot it off so you have mm -hmm. to actually aim shoot it off and then you have to pick it up and throw them throw it at them which you know could be good but maybe you want to save some of your uh sorry i'm trying to think of did telekinesis have a cooldown uh yeah it had some ammo oh no sorry sorry in, no, in dead space didn't yeah. have any mm, i yeah. believe it didn't i don't think it did either uh Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. But that was really because you either had to use that, which not all necromorphs had something that you could easily shoot off them and grab. And generally, mm -hmm. again, maybe it's because I was I did play it on normal mode, uh, where I really didn't get too many enemies interrupting me. Um, but in Dead Space, no matter what difficulty you were on, the enemies when they swarmed you, they all attacked you like. There was mm -hmm. no lessening of that. So sometimes trying to grab something from someone, it's just like, that's just not the optimal play. And I don't know. I right. I will be honest. I never figured out how to hot hotkey uh, or like quickly use a battery. How, how I did... don't think there was a hotkey. So how the what, what the fuck was the point of the batteries? You just you have to do it from the inventory menu was my understanding. Wow the hell's the point aren't the bet okay good so i'm not just crazy or maybe we're just both stupid i don't know i don't I thought... think so because i'm trying to think down was heal right was yeah. weapon select and then left was quick select and I yeah and what was up was up something i don't know i don't remember up dog wasn't up to open inventory you might be right <laughs> anyways i thought yeah, i don't once... i don't think there was a hotkey for it I thought I once got it to work, but every other time, because you would use those batteries when you would want to use them, it would be the middle of combat when you're like, okay, I need to get this battery mm -hmm. back real quick, or I need to use them, like, grab my recharge real quick, so I'm going to use this. You can't do it because you have to go into a menu and then sit there and hold the thing. It's just like, well, these batteries are literally useless. Right. Because and if I'm not recharge anyway. it's just going to recharge. Yeah, exactly. Right. The only time I'd well, used them was on the train. Because yeah, and I because don't know if was... this was something weird, but there were like weird moments of downtime between weird some deaths. enemy spawns. Yes. Yeah, and that time I was like, "Well, I got nothing else to do." That's I when I would well use it. Battery. Yeah, because again, my strategy on the train was to grab them and chuck them off the back. That was literally mm. my whole strategy. Yeah. Uh, and and it they enabled it beautifully. Yeah. Um. So combat, even if even if technically, oh, maybe we were just playing the game wrong or whatever. Even if that's the case, even if you are supposed to be this like, woo, bop, boom, like super combo man, and you're doing all this stuff, that is not survival horror in the slightest. So no. you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. <laughs> Like it's just it's fundamentally supposed, wrong. It's very fundamentally wrong and completely missing the genre that they're going for. Now, if you right. like it, fair enough. Don't call it survival horror. That's not what it is. It's not. Right. 
is a horror themed action game in my opinion. Yes. They also for some reason decided to add in stealth mechanics. I don't I I don't know why. Yeah, there's a whole chapter where basically the strategy is just to crouch around. They wanted their own clickers, I guess, like the Last of Us clickers they wanted, because it's the same thing, basically. it's These are blind enemies, and, and uh, the stealth elements don't even, you know, are stuck to just the blind enemies. Like, you can just sneak up behind enemies and just tap kill. Yeah, it's just that there's there's whole parts of this game. Just in case you thought it was a fun little option, no, there's just parts of this game that are like be stealthy. Stealth is now the whole thing. We crouch around waiting for the contextual kill. And can I just say, Jacob's never heard of a stealth kill in his entire life. No, Jesus Christ. And like I could give it a little bit of leeway, but there are these enemies that I was like I'm saying they're blind, but they're sensitive to sound. I'm literally stealth killing them next to each other. Yeah. And they're not turning around. And it's not a stealthy kill. Jacob is throwing them to the ground with a knife in their throat. Stopping it out. Pulling the knife out. Dude! <laughs> sneak! Sneak! But that's the other thing. Stealth, like, yeah, you could try and stealth around and get to the enemy's backs. You know what you could also do and what I fucking did? I would stealth. Up. I would stealth and I would grab an enemy and I'd throw them into a wall and then other enemies would hear that and start wandering over and then I'd grab them and throw them into the wall and then I'd do that and then I'd clear out the section and I'd be like well that was a waste of fucking time <laughs> yes sir so many spiked walls everywhere again there is zero tension in this game zero nada zilch mm -hmm. it's like oh why survival horror my ass right and then not even the bosses because there you God, fight them the same are... way okay hold on hold on hold on before we delve into the bosses let's just delve into this real quick there are a right. total of i think and if i want to give a little leeway like maybe so regular guys regular guys but fat spitters mini boss exploders i'm not counting the final boss because that's the like a little uh, little buggy guys that jump on you little buggy guys that are a non-threat and just come up in lockers whatever yeah there are a total of technically technically there are six enemy types in this game and you might think wow six enemy types that's not that's not bad. That's not totally bad. That's not that's not bad. It's better than God of War 2018. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, sorry. The blind guys, too. So seven. Sorry. Three Logan. of those guys are basically just reskins with slightly different mechanics where, I mean, the blind guys aren't even like you. You can never really even get away from them. It doesn't really matter. They just act like normal guys as soon as you're detected. So who cares? Um, the fat guys are just like the normal guys, but they attack a bit more and do like heavy attacks. Uh, spitters spit until you get close or shoot their head off and then they become like every other enemy. Uh, exploder guys mm. are like the most unique because they crawl out, crawl around on the ground like a bunch of assholes, but they also only appear like two or three times in the game. 
Uh, and you can just pick them up and say no. Yeah, you can just go pick over them there. Rome. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, I forgot about the stupid spider things. Um, there are guys that kind of oh, stealth yeah. around are invisible. They were, I think, in maybe one or two levels and then completely forgotten about. They were in they were, like two or three. Come on now. That yeah, was they, were, in the third. they were kind of unique, but they would sneak around and kind of be like the chicken shit runners from Dead Space 1. Except unlike the runners in Dead Space 1, when these guys run up to hit you, you can just hold to the left and then dodge their attacks and then beat them up. Where in right. Space One, when they charge at you, you said you had to go, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, and try and shoot their legs off or stasis them. Otherwise, they're gonna run your ass over. There wasn't right. a get I, out of free I... jail. There wasn't a get out of jail free card that you can just. I... Yeah. As I just felt like I never figured out is this what this is what I'm supposed to do because these yeah. spider things are they're big they're like Honda Civics they're yeah. coming at you, but. They come at you, and all you honestly, if you didn't even know about the combat system, you probably would just not get hit by them ever because you're just walking normally and you just yeah. hold to the side and you'll automatically dodge them. And then you just punch them, pop them on the pop them on the nose with a newspaper, and then they just go away. I was like, is this they have a, they have that whole thing too, where you casually mentioned where they do kind of turn invisible. Doesn't matter. But it's not like you have to find them or like, oh, they'll sneak up on you. No, they'll yeah. run right at you and you just whoop, whoop, and that's it. Yep. And that like that that's basically every enemy. Like there's those different classes, like, oh, this one spits, this one's big. Once you get in melee range, they're all the same. Except for the exploders. They're the only ones for the who exploders. don't want to get in melee range. Otherwise, everyone in melee range is literally the exact same. And right. they are then no, absolutely no threat to you. And the amount if... of times too <laughs> that I was trying, I was in the middle of dodging someone from a melee strike, which meant I couldn't aim and fire at the exploder. Like if there was a comedy trumpeteer following me around, they would have <laughs> made like, they could retire from all of the <laughs> and how fitting it would have been. And uh... Ooh, it makes me angry. Speaking of that, let's go ahead and talk about the mini boss. The one and singular only mini boss that they recycle four times in the fucking game because they were so proud of him. Which they should. In the span of an hour. In the span of an hour. Like, it's not like something that. It's like the last three chapters. You fight him like four times. Yep. Is he's two head. He's a guy that's got two heads and he'll one shot you if you don't dodge him. But remember, all you have to do to dodge is hold to the left or right. And he literally cannot touch you. He has one attack. I think a second one, but acts the same thing. But here's the thing. Like, he attacks once. <laughs> and it's so at such a slow rate where you don't have to worry about switching directions. Literally, you could circle strafe this guy doing nothing, and he will never hit you. Because never. it takes so long between attacks, it counts as, like, I guess, resetting the window where you don't yeah. have to change directions. So you could just hold to the side and he will never hit you. The only issue I had with it is that you can't melee him, which was annoying for me because I had all my upgrades into melee. And the first time I fought him, I had like level one non-upgraded guns. So it took forever, Mm -hmm. but it was still a non-issue. It just took longer. Right. Well, this was the main distinction I could tell from my 
I played a little bit on normal, then I went back to start over on hard. And from what I can tell, this is the only real distinction between difficulties, honestly, because I was getting just as many resources on hard as I did on normal. It's this stupid boss having so much health. I think <laughs> I think what, what poisoned my mind at first was that you fight a two-head on the train. I don't know if that's supposed to be a legitimate two-head or if that's like a baby or something like that. Because like it went down in like four shots and a melee. And mm-hmm. I, here's the thing. The main two head the main two head boss, you're not supposed to melee. If you even try, you die. But I wanted to, like, because you, I upgraded my melee weapon because it was infinite. And it was the strongest thing in the game. Yeah. I wanted to try so badly. I'm like, okay, I have an opening. I will hit it. Sometimes nope. there wasn't even an animation of it hitting me. I just died because I tried to hit it. Oh, I swung multiple times. It just never, Jacob was just always out of range. And he just never hit it. But he could never recover mm-hmm. in time to hit me. And I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah, it just didn't work. You can't do it. And yeah. so I had to use my guns. And and it took me a few lessons to learn this. But the thing is, on a hard, it has so much health. Like, yeah. literally, I was within a surplus of ammo. I would almost be out by the time I fought this one guy. And it's not hard because, again, you don't have to do anything but to hold to the side. It, I only died so many times because I was like, please, just let me hit him. What? Nope. Yep. surely i can hit him nope nope so you just have to ch- just keep chunking away with ammo and it's just so much ammo it's not it's not tense it's no. boring it's boring and it's, it's just very it's boring so much ammo it's so boring and like <clears throat> what's annoying too is that the dodging that you do it's supposed to be followed up with a melee strike usually you can aim out of it but because the dodging is so like cinematic and swinging your camera around Depending on when you start aiming, your aim will I sometimes carry that momentum. Sometimes yeah. it won't. And so I was missing some shots, not because I, you know, I wanted to miss. I want those shots to hit. But because I was trying to aim quickly before he could, you know, get another attack going. And the camera's just spinning all over the place. And I can't hit him. Yeah, don't it even get me. It was very annoying. It does say, don't even get me started on that. That was so goddamn annoying. Uh Right. It's clear that that's not what was meant to follow up a melee yeah. attack, but they just went and did it anyway. They said, no, you can't melee this guy. You have to shoot this one. And it was so much. And it, it, what's annoying, too, is they've apparently remedied this, but switching weapons took forever when I was playing. Oh, my God. I never switched weapons because you had to go through the whole animation of putting it in your back pocket and pulling it back out. And then sometimes... Mm-hmm. The, the very uh, th- this is why I died so much on the fucking final boss is because like I finally upgraded my pistol all the way so I could shoot like the explosive round so I do like I'd empty my magazine with, like the explosive rounds and I try and quickly switch to my shotgun but God forbid I let go of aim or just did anything because if I let go of it and hit the button Jacob would just be like duh, I still have the pistol out and I'm just like it was so inconsistent for me in terms of like actually switching the goddamn weapon. Right. Well, that that's the thing, too. Sometimes it would switch right away. Like, I had moments where it would literally just, like, I don't even know. if Maybe I just had it enough and, like, okay, it hit frame 37. Now it's switched or something like that. Yeah. But sometimes it would just switch right away and I had no problems. Sometimes it would just not get off my assault rifle. Yeah. Like, excuse me, I have no ammo for this anymore. See, that was my thing, too. 
I literally only used the melee, the shotgun, and the pistol. I did not bother with any other gun because I was just like, no, I'm just melee. Yeah, uh, yeah. Honestly, yeah, I used the assault rifle just because I'd heard it was good for the final boss. And honestly, maybe that's what gave me the leg up there because yeah. I didn't die to the final boss. Uh, I actually no, I did die a few times, not to him, because to, to the exploder guys coming around. Because that, that was the prime environment where I was trying to dodge him, and ergo I could not hit the thing because I can't aim while I dodge. I was gonna say that if I, I take the reason I died so much to the final boss was because of the exploder guys. That that was the re. That's what's so mm -hmm. frustrating about it is is those guys because I would try and dodge and get slammed with them. I also right. came into the fight like with no health, so I had to try and juggle taking the 15 second healing animation in like the one opportunity I could actually take it in and just be like, all right, cool. That's right. just it. I will say they did speed that up too, apparently from what, That's what I heard. And I'm just like, well, I already uninstalled your game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too little, too late, honestly. Yeah. But then that, that's the weird thing. Like if that's supposed to be like the big health and like, is it not supposed to be a tense thing? Like it feels like now you can just pop in in the middle of any fight, but I don't know. But that's another thing that you brought up that my survival horror adult brain could not properly grasp is that you have just genuine health pickups. You do have health pickups. I don't understand why. It's so weird. Like the amount I would I started out using the health gels that they give you that you inject them because I yep. figured that's the med kit, right? This is this classic horror med kit. This is what I need to heal. Only to then find out in every one of the rooms I went in, there was a thing to like basically give me a third health for free. You just pick yeah. it up and immediately get health. So yeah. I just stopped healing using the injection unless yeah. I like really needed it. But I was running around with like three or four at a time because literally just open a drawer. <laughs> there's a good chance you're going to get healed. Yep. That's what I ran another, into another just taking the wind out of it. Am I supposed to feel really scared and alone? I don't have many resources. I'll just be I'll just eat some snacks. I'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's what it is. Yeah, Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. And now I'm stronger than ever. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if the story's supposed to save it because the gameplay is honestly a wash. I did not have yep. fun. Let's talk and about I, the honestly, story. Don't, don't play on hard, also, because not because it's hard, just because it's boring. Because you're just going to have to contend with so much health. It's just not worth it. You could be doing better things with your time. Don't play the game. You could be doing better That'd things. That'd be the best play. <laughs> oh, also, apparently, I don't know if this is a thing because I was on hard. I didn't know you could kill a security robot when the time came just because it didn't do anything. Oh, when yeah. I hit it. oh sorry. I forgot about the eighth variation of enemy because they literally show up once and never again. And you have like a whole tutorial about them. I'm so glad I did that because I just shot him a bunch in the head and I just played peekaboo with him and then the I security guards <laughs> never show up again i shot him he didn't react and he killed me i was like i don't know if i could fight this thing can i just i can just leave all right i will honestly though i as much as i'm complaining about that i'll honestly take that as a win because god forbid i the game forced me into stealth mechanics because i was just like oh no right right no not stealth that was not that was like it's fine in a survival horror game to have stealth but again i was thinking of this as like a dead space successor which it was very clearly drawing inspiration from mm -hmm. stealth is not a thing in dead space and it would be god awful if it was right 
and it was here too. <laughs> All right. Well, right, because that's not even like good stealth. It's just, it's just stealth. No, it's just, stealth. it's just straight up crouch behind, and kill. Yeah. Like, there's no worry. Like, oh well, are they gonna hear? Oh well, do I have the resources? Can, do I need to craft a shiv? Do it? No, just kill them. Nope. They're dead. Yep. You killed them. Yep. Way to go, slugger. Here's a cupcake. No tension at all. No, no. And like we were started to say before getting sidetracked again. Yep. The story, I don't think, made up for it at all. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Let's go ahead and talk about the story of the Callisto Protocol. Okay. So there's some zombie thing. You're a pilot. You crash on prison. You go to prison. You shouldn't be in prison, but you in prison. You get out of prison. There's zombies everywhere. You meet guy. You meet girl who may be terrorist, maybe not. You keep going. Uh, one, the guy guy died. You go with girl. For some reason, you are like friend now. Even though she tried to kill you. She accused you of doing bad thing. You say, I know do bad thing. And you go to the ship. And they're like, okay, no, maybe not a bad thing. Maybe you didn't do a bad thing. And then eventually you realize, oh, wait, no. I was doing bad thing. Because whoever is running the prison is doing bad thing. They're part of some sort of secret organization that's apparently been around for centuries, which I was just like, oh. Can't believe you haven't noticed them. They're right there. (laughs) So, so, sorry, get a little sidetracked. There's one guy, the the first prison guard you ever meet, the only prison guard you ever meet. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's a reoccurring character. He keeps coming back. And he's like the alpha or whatever the fuck. No, he doesn't. He came back one time. He left immediately and then came back. No, he came back twice. I guess he was there. Twi- yeah, he you came were- back. Sorry, he twice came- in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, he came back once to be like, fuck you. And then he came back another time to be like, fuck you, go out the airlock. Uh, and then he came back at the very end because he's the final boss for whatever reason. Uh, no, sorry. That's a lie. There's a three You're times he comes back in the dome. Right. Uh, Very invested. Anyways. In yeah. Anyways. Uh, eventually you find out uh, the zombie things are actually aliens. The big oh, bad man. guy, the big, the big bad guy wants to control human evolution. Good luck. So original. Um, this is the next step. And then you're like, okay, bad guy got to get bad guy, but then girl get infected, so you got to go get the whatever. You beat the final boss, get the thing for the girl, and then Jacob sacrifices himself so she could get away. Except at the very end, the game immediately cuts back to Jacob still being there, and then they say, hey, remember to buy the season one pass. Yeah. Maybe not. That's that's literally what I imagine because there's like a jump scare at the end of a guy going through, and I literally because the the stupid scientist lady that helps you for some reason, it's just like Jacob. There might actually be a way out, and I imagine the zombie that pops through her that's supposed to be scary goes by the season pass. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's the security guy. What? I, that's what I said. The Wikipedia synopsis says that's the security guy. He doesn't really look like him. You mean the guy that we stabbed in the eye and took the juices out of? That guy? Yeah. Uh, suddenly attacked by a still-living Ferris. His name was Ferris. 
no. <laughs> That's but, not like, who that go, was. That you. was some. He did not look fat. like that no, and ever didn't. in the entire game. No. That was the writer of the Callisto Protocol editing that. He's like, no, it's Ferris. It didn't say no. that before. <laughs> what? How the fuck was that Ferris? That looked nothing like it. Like, even his zombified, like, big boy form, that looked nothing like him. Also, how did he shed all of that weight? Like, what do you mean? I don't know. Bullshit. B- bullshit <laughs> logan all of it is all of it is yeah so that was uh, the entire story you didn't miss anything you you accomplished uh, if, logan what they couldn't in like 12 hours if you want if you want to learn more about the lore you're gonna have to go to our extra video off in the side menu over there and you can't it's gonna be a video where when you start it you can't stop it. You can't leave your room. You can't walk away from your computer. You can't do anything. You have to fucking sit there and listen to me talk to you for 30 minutes. And God forbid if you leave, I will not let you start off where you left off. You fucking sit there and listen to it, you stupid bitch. Hurtful. That was an allegory Hurtful. for their fucking audio books or audio yeah. logs if you couldn't if you didn't get that. Yeah. No, oh. I got it. I got it. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I don't know if that's the thing. Like the the big mystery stuff is that's where it is. That's where all of the cool reveals are. I'll never know. Dude, I don't it's really just care but, I, I uh, So the story's dumb. Doesn't save anything. No. It's honestly like disappointingly generic. <laughs> Right. I, I like literally as soon as I heard the fucking scientist lady being like, oh, she's part of an organization that's been trying to control human evolution for centuries. I was just like, oh, God, why? Right. Why? And then when it cuts to the final boss and it has like the count or sorry, not the final boss, the final the, the ending and it has like the council there and there are a bunch of weird looking guys and. They keep saying that something of the savior or what the alpha. They keep like doing stupid chanting. And I'm like, you guys sound like nerds. They do sound like nerds. Like, because that's the thing, like <laughs> the breakout was planted the whole time because they they want to prove that this disgusting virus thing is the key to making humans better. It didn't help the one Sorry. guy. <laughs> yeah, it, it was Albert Wesker. That that's who they were. They were Wesker. You know what was Bro. infinitely more interesting? Humanity in their greed uncovering a fucked alien artifact that drives you so insane, or either drives you insane, or no, sorry, that's what it is. It drives you so insane that you start being like fucking homicidal and crazy, and then it takes the dead bodies and reanimates them into other shit. And it fucks with you psychologically it like and then your main character for the whole thing is like affected by this and like there's like a religion that starts out of this it's it's so cool it's so interesting where'd the markers come from like what even are they why do they do this fucking i don't know it's a but it's spooky it's like it's almost like like a lovecraftian kind of horror where it's like mm-hmm. things from space that we don't understand coming and cosmically fucking us up. <laughs> like, Right. It's cool. It's interesting. This is just like alien parasite turns people into zombies. And that's the thing. Even if you want to do an infection, fine. But the enemy designs are so boring. They're just zombies. 
at least the necromorphs turned into absolute monstrosities. Like even the normal guys were fucking, they had spikes coming out of their hands and they had hands coming out of their stomachs and they were like fucking gangly and distended and horrifying looking like even the normal ass guys. The normal enemies in this right. game are just zombies. That's what they are. And right. if they, even when they transform into their, oh no, look out for their transformation form, they just turn into a stupid fucking pimple with spikes on it, on its hands. That's all they right. are. They're it's just so a, dumb. like a plate full of vegan meatballs covered in slime. Yeah. Like that's... And then the, the bad guy, too, like at least the necromorphs had the decency to be dead bodies. Yeah. Like th- now we have to deal with Ferris because he's like part alien, part human and i'm sorry he's hilarious he's like a power rangers villain the way he talks like well he's looking like a freaking mountain of brussels sprouts that michael's been a bit too attentive to like i'm sorry like this is just silly he does look dumb it's so silly like at least the, the necromorphs didn't have jaws they were like monsters what is this like again it's what we were talking about at least you know dead spaces it was simple this is bad it doesn't matter why it's bad yeah it's it's just bad but there's just so much attempt at like lore like these people who want to yeah like you say control human evolution it's like who cares give them the keys don't give them the keys i don't care like it's just so and then the characters that they give us they they feel like they didn't even give him a like two days of thinking on the characters. I'll be honest. Everyone's just so empty. Yeah, I <sighs> like. I honestly, I don't. I think I actually do know Karen Fukuhara's character. I think her name is Danny, and I and I know that because well, while I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, but two, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I only learned her name before Wikipedia. Because an in-game mission prompt told me follow Danny. I don't even think like she shared her name. Like I'm Danny. Maybe she did, did or she... maybe Jacob knew it on the news. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Was it on the news? I don't even. I, th- I think it was. Yeah, because it says they're they're led by her. Uh... It does say that. It does oh. say that. Yeah. I do remember that. I don't know if that's how they introduced her, but that might be like that's that's my headcanon for how Jacob yeah. knows her name. <laughs> no, that makes that makes sense. I'm I mean my statement still stands. I didn't pay attention to that, so I only learned it from the mission prompt. Yeah. Uh um, but yeah, everyone's just so bland. Like we were talking about with Elias. Like he's just the he's just a good guy. He's in this prison. He knows everything that needs to do to get out. He wants to help you out just because he's a good guy. And then they hastily like develop like, oh shit, he needs to be here because he committed a crime because it's a prison. Uh, I did a crime. Mama, what of it? <laughs> he killed a man. There I mean, go. that's basically what he says. He's just like, um, yeah, I killed somebody. What of it? And it's just like, right. I guess nothing. <laughs> right. Well, then you brought up an interesting point before. Like, is there supposed to be some reputation for sending him all the way out to Callisto? to be imprisoned like that implies a degree of you know that was pretty bad we got to keep this guy away i mean maybe in the lore it's more like there's more development on like what is where where humans are we're probably just not only on earth anymore 
But either way, like that seems like a very secluded location. And if what he killed one person in self-defense, why is he there? And yeah, yeah, the whole maybe the whole prison from the start was a cover-up just so they could have a testing ground. But still, like, I I don't know. He could have done something, but he was just he he was your Jiminy Cricket, who then got you know, died because of decompression and due to space. I don't know. I I. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, can we can we talk about Jacob real quick? <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because he's the he's the character I feel like we should probably talk the most about. I don't really care about anybody else, but we I spend don't all either. our time with Jacob. Yeah, and, uh, I'll be honest, I'm annoyed with that boy. Uh, how about okay? You, I have like a very specific aspect of Jacob that I'd like to cover. How about you be a bit more like do your general th- unless you have a specific thing that you have a gripe with too. I mean, there's little Tell specificities that Tell speak to the general air that Jacob's just a real nothing protagonist. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know, like where he he wasn't he wasn't interesting first and foremost. I didn't really feel like he had like a very rich interiority, but I also just felt like he didn't care. Like, there's a lot happening around him, and he was just... There There wasn't a lot that he did that really... Like, he says a lot. We're like, I gotta escape this place. But I don't, he felt very fake. And actually, now that I talk about him talking, I noticed something that Jacob doesn't have any lines when he's out exploring anything that's other than the main path. Like, yeah. Like, he doesn't talk unless it's specific. So I wonder if they just had specific things recorded from Josh Demel and they didn't, you know, do anything else. And they kind of built the game around that. I don't know how, I don't know what the process was, but it led to a lot of weird situations. Like generally speaking, it's just human zombies and they're weird, but there are some weirdo things. Uh, Like there's this one, not really an enemy. It's more of a trap where it's kind of like an egg and out of that egg shoots an extendo neck with a yeah. face that like latches onto you and you mash triangle to get it away. And they basically <laughs> just kind of put it around corners, try and sneak up on you if you're not paying attention. Yeah. And the first time I encountered that was pretty early on off of just a bit to the side. And that's weird. That's like the weirdest thing in the whole game. Yeah. Like, if I, I saw that, I would have a string of curses coming out of my mouth. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Sorry. Just, I know I'm interrupting you real quick, but that's, that's honestly the, that was the thing that kind of gave me a little bit of hope for the game. Cause I was just like, Oh my God, it's just a bunch of like human zombies. But then that thing showed up and I was like, all right, that's a lot more yeah. dead space. That's a lot more like, like creepy, like body horror esque. Maybe we have some hope for this yeah. game. Yeah. It's a, it's a big weirdo <laughs> thing. Yeah. And you, you know, it's, it's the weirdest thing in the game. Jacob said nothing. He said barely nothing. even grunted. He just didn't say anything yeah. about it. It's like, He's... okay. And then an exploding guy crawls across in a scripted event. And like, okay, he, the exploding guys are kind of weird. But from that distance and compared to some of the stuff he's seen, they're not that weird. It just looks like a guy crawling. Yeah. And Jacob's like, what the hell is that? Like, yeah. What do you mean it's that? It's a guy crawling. You see that. Yeah. And then all of his dialogue is like just reiterating mission prompts. Like he like he says, I got to get to that tower. Mission prompt, get to the tower. He's like, I better get out of the storm and get to that tower. It Like it. I don't know. Like he reacted only to like the weird things. Not like not not the weird things. He only reacted when the game wanted him to react. He didn't react in a way that felt very organically to anything around him. At least that yeah. was my opinion. Yeah. Like he felt very strange. And he, here's the thing that really annoyed me though, and maybe just added on to that feeling yeah. that he just doesn't care. 
he keeps putting his gun away. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't understand, Jacob. There is nowhere, literally nowhere in this prison that you should feel casual. These enemies are everywhere. They're crawling out of the vents. They're on the, like, air purification system. They're in the sewers. Like, there is nowhere you're going to go where it's fine to just, you know, kick up your heels and just kind of stroll along, you know, stroll along the river, as it were. No. Keep your gun out. Yeah. Like, there's something that could pop out. And this, or at least it led to a little noises, out. too. Well, that's the thing, too. He puts the melee away. And so if I wanted to break open in, like, a, a breakable oh container. Oh, my God. You have to wait, like, five seconds. I have to wait for him to, him to pull it out. Back. Yeah, God. Yeah. That's, yeah. It just really annoyed me. It's like that. If I was in this situation, I would not do that. I would never let go. Granted, I, there would be a lot more pee pee and poo poo if I was in that situation. Yeah. But still, like. I, uh, these weird things that like disconnected me from him i was gonna go ahead and actually bring that up because i well i had something else i was gonna bring up but now that you're mentioning it i kind of want to mention this too why is i like i don't understand why and i guess this is maybe i'm just thinking about it too much in terms of like uh maybe we just don't know enough about jacob's backstory but why is he like such a survivalist like, where the fuck did that come from? At least with know. Isaac Clark in Dead Space, like, a lot of stuff that he does is very, like, engineering-based things. Like, stuff that you know he is a professional at. Like, when he, like, sets mm -hmm. up his plasma cutter, like, his, his, like, the signature icon of the game, he does it because he rigs something up because he's a fucking fantastic engineer, and he's like, okay, I know how to put this together, and this will give me, like, some, like, projectile. And, like, it's like, okay, he's this real smart guy. He's there to fix the ship, so, like, he's probably really good at what he does. And it's like... Right. Even when things start to go south, Isaac at least has enough know-how to kind of be like, all right, I understand how the ship's operating systems work. I'm probably familiar with this kind of ship. I can probably try and get around and understand things. And the things, the reason why Isaac has to go do shit is because all of the other characters do not know how to do the shit he does. The whole point of right. the first game is the ship is fucking broken. <laughs> And like right. Isaac is basically doing what he would have done, but now there's just aliens and shit in the way that he has to improvise around. And again, being an engineer means you solve problems. Like Isaac's a pretty good mm -hmm. problem solver. Not to say that Jacob couldn't be a problem solver. He's, you know, he's a courier. He probably has to do some stuff, but I just didn't get that. I don't know, like that survivalist instinct out of him. He's... I, I right. don't know. A bit well, even Isaac Clark, like it wasn't this expectation that he's like, you know, he's like the new Thor or something like that. He will slay the legions. Yeah. Like everything that you use in Dead Space as a weapon, barring, I think, the one assault rifle you can get that's like attributed to mercenaries. Yeah. They're mining tools. They're not yeah. actual yes. weapons. They're, they're just not like weapons. the stuff he had on the job repurposed to fight things because that's yeah. what they need we need like him for the telekinesis i actually i'm not sure what stasis is necessarily used for oh no i think it's maybe used for like medical stuff i maybe but like telekinesis it, it, it is like uses i'm sure telekinesis is like to move rocks and shit like and that's right to pull to pull stuff that are stuck yeah. in like gears 
there really wasn't that creativity in this game. It was just you have a 3D printer and I'll do whatever the fuck you want. Like, here's just weapons. It's like, oh. Yeah. There's a right. whole currency system, too, tied to the station. And I'm thinking, do, do the security officers <laughs> do that? Like, yeah. they sell the contraband and then they can upgrade their weapons, which, you know, that's maybe a commentary on police brutality. I'm not touching that subject. <laughs> But it's also weird. Like, why is all of this money involved? If that's the yeah. case, why not just trade the contraband for that? If that's what you want to do, I, I agree. There wasn't the same thought to just presenting a really organic world or anything. It was just kind of like, well, it's a game. We need this, or Dead Space did it, so we have this. Yeah, I don't uh, know. but that wasn't but the, even. The, sorry, that's yeah. like away from Jacob. My whole yeah, back to issue Jacob. with Jacob was they set up in the beginning that his co-pilot dies in a pretty fucking horrific way. Like half his face gets just shredded by mm -hmm. like shrapnel and stuff. And again, the game looks great. So the gore looks great. So, and I'm not a squeamish person and this didn't really make me squeamish, but when I saw him, when he like turned him and his like jaw was like hanging off, I was like, whoo, that's some good graphics. <laughs> yeah. Who wouldn't want that uh, to happen. Uh, but in the very beginning of the game, like, it kind of hints that, oh, Jacob is having PTSD because there's one big, there's a jump scare, which I saw coming from a mile away, but his dead friend jumps at him and goes, uh, and there's a, there, there is a point, I don't remember where, but there's a point somewhere near the beginning where you're walking through, and there's a couple of times where when you're, like, going through some of the tight corridors, like, because there are, like, bodies strung up and stuff, and sometimes, like, one of the bodies, like, like looks at you and like oh that's kind of creepy was that real or not mm -hmm. and then there was another time you're just walking down a hallway and you're just, you just hear like jacob jacob like it's really quiet and you're just like did i hear that and then when you clear the hallway you hear jacob it doesn't yell at you but it's like jacob like it's very clearly like someone just said your name and you're just like all right i like i definitely heard that <laughs> like mm. i'm not crazy and I thought that was really cool. And I'm just like, okay, we're going to do some like kind of like some Isaac Clark where his head, like especially in Dead Space 2, where he's like his head is getting fucked with the marker and he's got PTSD. So he can't trust what he's seeing. And like this shit will happen. Never comes up again. Except mm -hmm. for like maybe once. And it's just like. Oh, uh, Okay. And then it's revealed that right. Jacob was curing uh, some of the stuff that he brought to Europa had the virus on it. And then they released it. So, oh, my God, it's Jacob's fault. No. And it's just right. like that's what it's all leading up to. It turns out he did actually know. Like I was kind of right. He was bringing the virus in there, uh, except he, he discovered it. But and he was like, that is none of my business. My job except, is just to deliver this. Except he had no idea that it was in there. Well, no, sorry, I take he that knew back. It was no, in he there. did. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. I remember. I don't know. If, I don't yeah. think he knew. Didn't know what it was. He was like, yeah, "Well, he... my job's not to ask questions. My job is to deliver it." Yeah. And so it's then that it, later but... he's like, "Well, I could have stopped this if I had. I just did a nopers." But the thing is, I didn't find it effective at all. I was just like, "Jacob, why do you care?" Like because the whole thing with like the PTS. D thing and having his co-pilot and his friend like keep haunting him for the two times that he haunts him 
is <laughs> it uh, eventually it culminates into Max like holding him down and he's just like, oh, you see what we did? This is our fault and this kind of shit. And it's just like, why weren't you hinting at this throughout the entire game? Why weren't you like right. giving us subconscious hints that Jacob was knew something was wrong and having Max be that voice where Jacob can't really trust what he was saying? And I don't know, maybe he just keeps whispering to him like Europa, like, you know, like guilt or just something where it's just like kind Feel of bad. Feels like, bad, like, man. Like, honestly, just give us something where I never, ever got the impression that Jacob ever felt like something was maybe like off with it before the scene where they revealed it. And Jacob was just like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Right. I've, I've, I've never, there was never any connection. Even with Max, even the scenes with Max, there was never a scene where he was just like, that was the place like we just delivered to. And like something really fucked up just happened. Like after we left, there was never anything like that. There was never anything Jacob like reflecting on it and being like, this sounds really familiar to that news report that we like we were delivering shit to like did we do something or like maybe and again maybe it was in an audio log but jacob never makes any reaction to any of them maybe if he'd found an audio mm -hmm. log where it was kind of talking about what happened on europa in kind of like a suspicious kind of way where he'd be like or maybe talking about them just anything like maybe the warden fucking says it and like tries to use that to put tension between him and danny and it's just like, but it never happens. So when the reveal happens, I'm just like, I don't, this means nothing. Like, I guess right. I could understand why he feels guilty. Cause technically sure he could have stopped it, but he didn't know what was in there. He's a hundred percent right. It's not his fucking job <laughs> to, to, to look right. at that shit. And it's just like, uh, <laughs> Even if um, you did open you know, it, well, even if you did open it and you saw like a little bug thing, you, what would you do? Like, oh, this is a parasite that could kill hundreds of millions of people. Better not do that. He'd just probably be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, I don't know. Uh, right. But well, it's... and then Danny knows who Danny he is. Like, she's yeah. like, you're the guy. And then the warden knows who he is. But the, I don't like there wasn't even a moment where Jacob has to be like, explaining like or elias is like what are they what are they mean and jacob's like nothing don't worry about it like he doesn't he never acknowledges those claims like even to like evade them and so it feels like again it's just kind of like this this tropey twist like are, is he really a good guy i don't know is he a good guy well no but the thing too is, he guilty? is no but the thing too is is again he finds the shady thing but in, like maybe he could have a little bit of guilt about that. But again, he doesn't know what it is. Seriously, if you saw some shady stuff, like maybe you're like, OK, maybe it's like drugs or something. Come on. There's no fucking way that you would ever predict that. Oh, it's a zombie virus that like this cult of a hundred decades is like using the like tests and kill uh, billions of people. Like, how the hell right. are you ever supposed to predict that? I guess again, the biophage. Again, it's not his job. Like, sure, some people might be like, oh, you have a moral responsibility. He, uh, like, you're a transporter. You live and die on this. Like, if your reputation mm -hmm. goes down the shitter, like, you're not going to get jobs anymore, and then you're done for something potentially that was nothing. 
So I understand right. why Jacob was just like, nah. I also think it makes him a more interesting character to not have him so morally fucking righteous, even though they don't do anything with that. And again, no. Danny and the warden, they keep saying like, oh, we know you, we know you, whatever, whatever. They never, ever bring up why. They're right. never like, oh, it's because you brought stuff for us and you really helped us out there. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Or Danny was like, you've been transporting shit, you monster. Like what? Like she doesn't bring up that. She's just like, yeah, this stuff like this. The outbreak happened after you dropped your shit off. Like, what did you do? And like Jacob could still be like, well, I have no idea. And then maybe mm -hmm. then he could be like, wait a minute. What was that? Like, you know, that shit that I found there that I didn't do anything about wait a minute, what if that really was something super bad that caused it? Oh, shit. And then the PTSD flashbacks with Max start getting worse and worse as he starts to think and reflect on it more. But they don't do it. Right. I just wrote no, a better a, thing. Right. I just, I just, I just, I, <laughs> you I just, just told it, them. didn't even write it. I, I told them how to do that better. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm so disappointed that I constantly no. have to do that. <laughs> All they do is just it's one of those generic reasons that we can't spoil the upcoming twist and these characters need to have some conflict so they can't communicate. They just yeah. have to. Oh, God. You'll, it's better if I show you. You're going to want to see this. Like, this is exchanging tropes like that instead yeah. of actually just talking. You are an asshole. Why? You know why. Like, why? <laughs> why? And that's where that, that that's where you were talking about way at the beginning of the cube. Like that's the whole thing. Like the cube is actually the biophage that he was transporting. Oh, that's right. You know what? I do remember that scene now where it right. turned into the little biophage thing. Right. That's right. But why the cube is a question I still don't know how to answer. <laughs> like, I have no it, why the you... only reason I think it's the cube is because well, I'm going to show it's the biophage right away. So they just need to, it's literally just to hide it. Why did Jacob have PTSD about the cube? Why did he have it in your, why did he have that flashback of Europa? Why? I don't know. Exactly. They don't establish, again, first of all, it being so early in the game is dumb. He should have just had a flashback like with his friend like and something fucked up happening like you know they're flying normally they're having a good time and he looks over and he's like staring back at him with like his half hanging off jaw like aren't you glad we did this jacob and he's just like oh like you know something like that and then, <gasps> when, and then when danny you know again accuses him more thoroughly <laughs> And kind of like, you know, hinting that whatever Jacob delivered may have caused this or she thinks that's what it was when he starts reflecting on it. Then maybe he can start having flashbacks of what he saw in the news and like now he's in it and dumb shit like that. And it's just like or, you know, maybe when they connect the links together with Danny and then he sees that and then maybe he sees like his shit somewhere or like the prison you know the stuff that they dropped off oh somewhere or like somewhere around kind of like how an iron man when in iron man one when iron man is captured uh when he realizes his weapons that he thinks are going to you know to fight good causes or whatever the terrorists have and that kind of sparks guilt in him that's a very big thing for tony stark and iron man one they could have had something mm -hmm. like that with jacob where he's just like wait this is the shit we delivered like what happened what are we doing what ha like and he really starts having on it and it just gets worse and worse and worse 
but they don't go for that angle and they go for a cheap twist that I feel nothing. <laughs> no, because like, who is this guy? Why do I care what he did? I exactly no, he's just a normie Normington. Like, what? Who cares? Yeah, I don't know. It's unfortunately they had they definitely had a potentially compelling story that they did absolutely nothing with and it's just like okay and i get it looking back on it in hindsight is so much easier than writing it at the time but i mean i mean it doesn't make it good no it's yeah no i mean i mean on the basic level yeah there's just a lot it's just not there's a lot more you could have done they they have a throw they throw in all of these threads at the beginning and because there are so many threads there's just none of them feel properly developed it doesn't really feel like they get you going on an intrigue and they just start you on like they basically prime you with the first end of the exposition which they promise to deliver the second end of later and it's the whole thing just feels very and then you're right about you were mentioning uh casually that uh, danny turns around to be a friend pretty quickly i couldn't help but notice that within a minute she went from no talking to never shutting up. Oh my god, yeah. She's like, I don't want to talk to you. They step outside. This place has been here for a long time now. <laughs> it's like, what is it? What is it? Yeah, I don't know. It it's know. it's very. Unfortunately, it's not it's not good. <laughs> no, and we I don't. Could have had yeah, I, there we could have had something, and then like. I'm sorry, just thinking about now all of the weird pacing things like Ferris coming up at the beginning, immediately being ejected from the plot just to like skydive back in like that rock screenshot from Black Adam. Like, <laughs> like what, chapter seven? How many chapters are there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. yeah. That reminds me, too. There's no chapter select. No, there, I saw I was reading there's about none. that and I was just like, yep, yeah, I already uninstalled you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's one last thing I want to complain about here. This yeah. one, because uh, the, the theme of the Callisto Protocol seems to be fundamentally just mishandling things. I just want to talk real quick. The save system, oh you can make God. manual saves and auto saves. They are all compiled on the same list of saves. So if yep. you make a manual save, it will be buried by auto saves, and you have to go so far down to get it. Yeah. It, the games have been a thing for so many years and save systems have been in the game for years. Why are you why are you making it worse? Why don't why you auto- just have manual saves? Why don't you autosave when I sell something or buy an upgrade? I right. would, there's so many times where I died and it sent me all the way back to before I built everything. So I had to sit through all the cutscenes again of the stupid 3D printer 3D printing my stupid shit. And oh I'd have goodness. to go do like- it again. You were talking about the kill animations. Those things were adding years to my life just sitting there. I have to put the stick in. And then take the stick out. All right, cool. I want to do a second upgrade. Yeah, I'm going to do it 13 more times. I can't just like select a bunch of them at once and then put them in there and then... Oh. Yeah. The the Callisto protocol is dissatisfying for a number of big and small ways, and it's, it's we, disappointing. We honestly. cannot go into all the small ways. I'm sorry. We will be here forever. No. No, We've, this has already gone on a I, long time. I want you to know, this is just all of, like, except for, like, maybe some of our nitpicky tangents. This is just all the big stuff. There is a lot of small stuff that really just are annoying. Right. But... 
<laughs> and but the thing is with the Callisto protocol, I don't think I would necessarily call it a bad game, would you? Yeah. <laughs> well, the reason I would say yeah is because well, I agree it's kind of in that gray area where it's not like terrible. It's not egregious. It's not good. No. But like it it's the fundamental of it to me. Like sometimes a game is bad because it's bad because it just misses up. It just doesn't do anything. Sometimes yeah. it's bad because it has an idea and it just doesn't get it right. It just yeah. mishandles it. The Callisto protocol is kind of in the middle where I can kind of see the ideas, but all of the ideas are bad ideas to start with. <laughs> and so I just, it, it it's fundamentally flawed. It's just, it's a generic phrase. You hear it in a bunch of reviews. You do. But it really is like, I don't, whatever the point of the Callisto protocol was feels like it's been muddled away by whatever they ended up releasing. <laughs> like, I feel like I know when Glenn Schofield was making dead space, his whole thing was wanting to make the scariest game. Yeah. And if that was a similar trend, maybe I can glance the wiki page here uh, for the Callisto protocol. It's just complete failure on that regard. Yeah. It's not very scary. I, I will say, I think my thoughts on it are this. In terms of my playthrough and my experience, it is a complete garbage survival horror game. No mm-hmm. way in hell. It is like one of the worst survival horror games I've ever played. In terms of just a game in general, though, was the story meh? Was the fighting clunky? Was everything not done super well? Yeah. Was anything done to the point where I was just where I was so pissed off? Like I was just done. I. I mean, you deleted the game instantly after finishing it. I did. (laughs) Because I'm never going to play it again. And I guess it well, I was going to say, I guess the final boss really kind of took. You know what? I'm going to say it's a bad game. I am going to go ahead and say it does go from meh to bad. But it's not like the level of hate that I have for like The Last of Us Part 2. Where like the story is so well, where in terms of like the story is just so egregious and so disconnected that I'm just like, I just was just done. And it's just like, it's Mm -hmm. so insulting to the player. This one doesn't feel insulting to me. It just feels meh. This feels lost. Yeah. Like it lost its way. And I am seeing a quote here on the Wikipedia page that says that Showfield was, again, trying to make the scariest game. Well, I'm sorry, Showfield. You failed miserably. <laughs> you you really did, honestly. I am so, I am so sorry. I... I'm so, I, 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 get, I just... I'm sorry. You, you failed completely. Right. There's... I, the game I, was not <laughs> scary. Even no, remotely. No, it's not. No. I will I will say this, though, the one the one success that I think that it unequivocally has the Callisto protocol is its release date. It released at the, I think, perfect time because any any earlier, like a month earlier, it would have contended with God of War and it would have lost, honestly. But a month later and we'd have people just waiting for the Dead Space remake. Yeah. And so and I mean, that is why I bought the Callisto protocol, because 
Dead Space is coming, and I thought it'd be a fun primer. And I'm sure that's the train of thought a lot of people had. And I'm sure that's why the Callisto Protocol enjoyed, you know, a decent amount of sales at first. I'm not sure of the full numbers or if it even was that successful. But it definitely got talked about on social media for longer than some games do. So I'm going to assume that some people were playing it. Well, some but at the people... end of the <laughs> some people... I'll... I was just going to say, you can go around, and it's true of any game, but there are definitely a lot of people that are, like, swearing up and down that this is, like, the best game ever, and, like, it's so good, you just don't understand how to play it, and it's just like... Mm. I, I could see this being a new, like, fixture of the 7 out of 10 club, those games that are pretty much forgotten in time, but have those people be because they were somewhat the forgotten ones they kind of equate that to cult status like something like prey or something like that where prey is not a great game it's not a bad game it's not a great game but because it didn't really catch on everyone now that's the hidden gem you know and i feel like callisto protocol is going to be that for a lot of people where a lot of people pass on it because it's not a great game but because people are passing on it it might be a you know because it's rough it's probably a diamond in there somewhere right yeah, but the, the 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 most significant thing that the Callisto Protocol did for me in my life was make me realize how excited I am for the Dead Space remake. Honestly, yeah, because yeah. it, it, there's it's just uh, yeah it it's so it's just it's just so much simpler. Like we don't need all of this. We don't need all of these cutscenes. We don't need these conspiracies. We don't need this hyper-linear story that's stopping us every three feet for a cutscene, which also eradicates the tension, because you know at any point, oh, like, God. Yeah, I was you, are, say, you are being guided very carefully through this experience. I was just going to say, real quick, there's, like, hard cuts in between levels, and there's cutscenes. Again, because I'm coming into a dead space... Pro- well, yeah, it also just completely destroys the tension when the screen cuts to black and a big, giant tutorial pops up in your face, but... Uh-huh. Again, trying to be a Dead Space successor, it's like no, Dead Space was like one shot the entire time, and it right. never and really it just... broke for cutscenes. No, because it was open ended, yeah. to let you because you were alone on a space station and you've got to figure shit out. Well, not alone, alone, but you know what I mean. Like you're yeah. you're fending for yourself on that thing. The yeah. hyper sense, the hyper sensationalized cinematic style doesn't fit with that because it feels like there's an invisible hand on my shoulder the entire time. But that's just a theory. You made me wait for that. You made me have a long pause for that. <laughs> All right, get me out of this show. Get me out of this podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you've made it this far on another one of our reviews, which apparently is all we're fucking doing as of late. Um, thank you, Scott, for joining me on this episode of <sighs> Complaining. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Complaining with Fanta Complex. Yeah, that's. I mean, if you haven't gotten that yet, then, uh, yeah. It's uh, all right. The game of the year videos, co- video podcast is coming out soon. Oh, I'm doing it. You've infected me with it. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll be a lot more positive about that one. Yeah. Except when we talk about the fanboys <laughs> of each game. Hey, and shit. Uh, hey, but yeah, th- if you made it this far, thank you. Uh, otherwise you have a fantastic rest of your, uh, uh <laughs> goodbye everybody. <laughs>